Welcome to the City Hill Podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. So last week we had a great time. You want to check that out. If you go to our Instagram TV channel on our Instagram page, you can look at the previous sermons and Sundays we've been doing at the Insta Church service. And today's one, we're going to have a fantastic time. I love this verse. And it's just such a great, great, great passage in in the Bible. So I'm going to pray for us. Father God, I just pray that you'd be here with us. Father, we're spread out. We can't meet together in one place. But I thank you that you are omnipresent, that you are everywhere. And I pray that you would meet with each and every one of us here on this stream, where we are. And Father, wherever it is we are geographically, you know where we are in our lives. You know where we are in our soul. You know where we are. And I pray that you would lead us forward and help us to grow in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to have a great, great time today, guys. So no filter. So it comes down to taking the filter off. On Wednesdays, every week on Zoom at 7.30, we have a church prayer meeting. And it's really cool. It's cool because it's a place where you take the filter off. And this Wednesday, I had a time where, man, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, like prayer is my one space where there is no filter. And I was having a mare. So you could hear it in my prayer. I was having a mare. You take the filter off. Because you see, if I come to God with some sado spirituality, I'm not going to meet with him. I'm not going to meet with him because like we said last week, he wants worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth. You have to take the filter off. Here's the good news. I met with him on the Wednesday night in the place I was and the realness of where I was, but he met with me and in the days after that, you grow and you expand. I'd love to invite you to join our, Friday, our Wednesday, 7.30 Friday night. There is no premiere on a Friday night. I would love you to join us on a Wednesday. Just DM, DM the cityhill.london account and we'll send you details. We'd love you to come and pray with us. We're going to have a great time there. And I want to talk about prayer and taking the filter off because there is a prayer in the Bible where someone's life gets completely transformed from where it is. And I want you to experience that. I want me to experience that. But it only comes when you take away the filter. You can't get this experience with filters on. You can't do it. So 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and verse 10. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, that your hand might be with me, that you would keep me from harm, so that it might not bring me pain. And God granted what he asked. Jabez is such a cool story because there's a few limited number of people in the Bible that Jewish rabbis and sages and wise people down the ages believe never really died. And Jabez is actually one of those people they put on that list. You've got Enoch who walked with God and was no more. You've got Elijah going up in a chariot of fire. And they hold Jabez in that kind of sacred regard. I don't know if that's true. I don't know 
if that really is legit, but that's what many people have believed down the years. So in this prayer, there's something very special about Jabez. The first thing I want to pick up on is it says that Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Now, this word honorable, it's very similar with what you would get in the Hebrew understanding of like glory. It's about weight. It's about weight. So when it says he's more honorable, this word like kabod, it kind of means like, it can mean a number of things. It can mean someone's dim. Where did that put a spin on the prayer of Jabez? Jabez was more dim than his brothers. He wasn't that bright. So it can mean dim. It can mean honored. It can mean way. It can mean burdened. It can mean crazy heavy sin. It can mean, uh, depending on the context of the words around it, obviously, uh, to weigh heavily, to encumber, to burden. So the idea is that actually you cannot be honorable until there's weight, until it's been tested, until it's been proven, until it's been found out. It's easy to be honorable when the weight and the pressure and the pain isn't on. It's so easy. Like if you're coasting through life and there's no pressure, there's no pain, there's no opposition coming your way, being honorable, that's not a challenge. It's just like you just glide and you gracefully glide through life. That isn't where you find out if you're honorable. Now, we know Jabez was considered more honorable than his brothers. That means the poo, ladies and gentlemen, has hit the fan. And the poo has hit the fan hard. And it has been found that even when all of that madness is happening, he is more honorable than his brother. He does the right thing regardless throughout time. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And then it says, and his mother gave him the name Jabez saying, because I bore him in pain. Now for years I've been like a key worker with different young people who experienced different uh, problems and challenges in life. And I remember one of my first days on the job, I've been there a little while and I was being given my caseload of kids I had to work with. And I remember being given this fat folder like on the desk and being like, you need to read that before you meet this child you're gonna be the key worker for. And I remember looking at that and I was like, oh dear God, I need to read that before I meet them. And it'd be this education healthcare plan. It'd be this huge plan. And I remember so often these plans, do you know where they would start? Do you know where they'd start? It wouldn't be like, oh, when he was age 11, he started to play up in primary school, da, 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 da. No, 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 they'd start with the birth, the birth. So many of these kids, the most troubled kids I've worked with in London, it starts with at the birth, a traumatic birth, a difficult birth, a birth where there was too much oxygen for the brain, sometimes where there was too little oxygen for the brain, and it caused these uh, developmental issues for the child, and then the child was limited in this situation, in this spectrum. So when we look at Jabez, we look at this story, man, you know what, Jabez could be some like, SEN statemented kind of kid because Jabez was more honorable his brothers. He had more difficulty to overcome. He had more pressure to overcome. He had more obstacles to overcome. He had more limitations to overcome. He had more things that were facing him and challenges him, yet he still did the right thing. I want to just encourage you that maybe there may be some people that have said there is a limitation upon your life. There is a limitation upon your ability. There may be a limitation upon your capacity that you don't have what it takes to ascend that level. You've got this thing that's been stuck on you that traces all the way back to your birth, all the way back to a moment that you can't take control of, over a moment you can't change, over a moment that defines you in some way that people have stuck a label on you and said, that is you. Now, Jabez was more honorable in spite of that 
than his brothers. They didn't have the challenges he faced. They didn't have the obstacles to overcome that he had to overcome, but he overcame them and he was still more honorable. And his mother said that and it was out of a traumatic birth, which is where so many problems in so many young people's lives come from. It comes from a traumatic birth. Then Jabez called upon the God of Israel. Jabez called upon the God of Israel. Israel. Now Israel is something we have to pause here because it's so important. It could be just Jabez called upon God. But Jabez called upon the God of Israel. Now, Israel comes from a guy called Jacob in the Bible. Now, Jacob, like Jabez, was also someone who was born with a label. He came out, his brother came out, the mum first was given birth, and his name was Esau because he was like red and hairy. And then the second baby out is Jacob. Jacob is holding on to his brother's heel as he comes out. So the mum goes, I'm going to call him heel because he's a heel grabber. He's a wrestler. So Jacob has spent his whole life wrestling, conning people, a heel grabber, trying to pull a fast one, trying to get ahead and get past people. That's his whole life, his whole identity. Until one day he stops wrestling with people and he starts wrestling with God. He meets an angel and the angel is wrestling with him. And Jacob comes to this point where his hip gets dislocated and the angel goes, let go of me. And, and Jacob says, I won't let go of you until you bless me. I won't let go of you until there's a change. I've been limited in my situation my whole life. I've been this my whole life. This is all I am. This is where the boundaries are around me and I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to let go no matter the pain, no matter the suffering until you bless me. And then the angel blesses Jacob and he says, you have wrestled with man and with God and won. I look at that story. I'm like, you did not win that fight. I've watched UFC and MMA for a long time now. If your hip gets dislocated, you have lost the fight. You've lost. But you know, the greatest thing that can happen in life is where you lose to God. When you lose to God, you enter into a whole new level of winning. Jacob won wrestling against men and with God, and he got a new identity, and he got called Israel. I mentioned about being a key worker, and years ago, I remember working with this teenage girl, one-to-one -one off site, because she wasn't allowed on site because of her behavioral issues. And I'll never forget one day, uh, the organization I worked for forgot to send food for her. They provide lunch every day. And so I had this phone call. I was like, you didn't send food. You need to send food. And they're like, hey, uh, you need to take her out for lunch. I'm like, what? I'm going to take out a teenage girl for lunch? And I'm going to look like you know what? I do not want to be doing this. And they're like, well, she's got to eat. You can't let her not eat. So I took her to this, this cafe. And um, we were walking around there. She'd been mugging me off all day, calling me Jesus because of the beard and the long hair. And she, she goes, Jesus, do you believe in God? And I was like, well, yeah, I started this church. I talked about City Hill, London, and all this kind of stuff. And then she looked at me and she goes, I struggle with God. And I remember I'd been going through some stuff at that time, and it was really hard. And I just sighed, this huge relief, like, oh, me too. She goes, what? You run a church. If you struggle with God, the rest of us are screwed. And I just started talking to her about Jacob, and like, that's the point. He wrestled with man, he wrestled with God. And the name he gets given at the end of it is Israel. It means one who struggles with God. Jabez called upon the God of the one who wrestles with you in the struggle. Jabez calls upon the God of Israel because he's heard of a guy called Jacob who was stuck in a similar situation to him. A guy who was limited from his birth all the way forward. And Jabez is crying out for the same kind of breakthrough. He's crying out for the same kind of identity shift, a paradigm shift to happen in his identity. He wants to be a different person. He wants the limits to come off. So he comes to the God who met with a guy who was a swindler and who was a person who wrestled with men. And he wants to start wrestling with God in prayer as well. And I remember encouraging this girl by 
saying, hey, you know what? If he called his nation Israel, ones who struggle with God, he wanted them to struggle with him. You know what the thing is he wants me to do and you to do? He wants you and me to struggle with him. Struggle with him until we get an identity change. Struggle with him. Wrestle with him until we get a change in our system and a change in our circumstance. You know what? The same circumstance around you may never change, but God can bring the transformation from inside you. And Jabez called upon the name of the God of Israel because he wanted a shift. He didn't want to experience the limitation that he's had before. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, that you would enlarge my capacity, that I could step outside of the limitations, outside of the statements that people have placed upon me and the, the limitations that they would put my way, that your hand might be with me. His prayer isn't just that the limitations come off. He's like, God, I want you with me. I don't just want to be outside of the outside of my limitations. I want to be stepping beyond having this breakthrough. I don't want to have it for no reason. I want your hand with me, God. I want you there every single step of the way. I don't want to be alone in this transformation. I want you to be with me. And this is where he says, and that you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain. Now, when you read this in English, you can be so confused because what he says there isn't really what he says. He says that you would keep me from harm and not just being in harm, but from creating harm. He's going, God, I see the world around me and I see the pain that I've caused my mother at birth. I've seen the pain that I've been in and others have been in because of who I am and my limitations. And man, I'll tell you what, there's been so many young people I've worked with in my life and the pain that they've caused, not just for themselves, but affects those around them. And Jabez is no different. You and I are no different. And he is there going, God, I don't want to be a part of bringing pain and harm, not just to myself, but to those around me. I want to be a source of healing. I want to be a source of restoration. I want to be a source of reconciliation. And so Jabez says that your hand might be with me, that you would keep me from harm and from causing harm so that it might not bring me pain. Now, Jabez, the name Jabez is basically the consonants for the word in Hebrew pain jumbled up and mixed together. They're all kind of disorganized. Like it's like something being formed out of pain. So Jabez's own name is his limitation and he's called Jabez because of the pain. But at the same time, his mother has taken the letters from pain to create something else. So it's the same letters, but it's something different. You see, I believe that God wants to take the pain in your life and he wants to reorganize the letters that it can bring a blessing and a breakthrough to your life, that he can bring transformation to your life, that you won't be the same ever again, that you will experience irrevocable change and transformation, that he would enlarge your territory, that he'd enlarge your boundary. Jabez didn't need the name change because he'd had it anyway. His whole identity was that out of pain, he would be something else. The letters are all moved around. I believe God wants to move the letters around in your life. I believe that God wants to move the pain around in your life. I believe that he wants to reorganize it for your growth. I believe he wants to reorganize it for your blessing. I believe he wants to reorganize it for you to come out and enlarge your territory, enlarge your influence, enlarge your capacity, taking the limitations off. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Jacob was a dodgy wrestler who wrestled with God until he got his breakthrough. Oh, that God would bless him. Oh, that God would bless you. Oh, that God would enlarge you. Oh, that God would bless us. Oh, that God would enlarge our territory. Oh, that his hand would be with us. That God would be present with us in all that we do. That he would help keep us from harm and from harming others. That we may be different from what we've always been. And then it says, and God granted what he asked. God granted what he asked for. I want to kind of wrap this up by just saying that this Wednesday we meet at City Hill on Zoom 
at 7.30 p.m. If you wanna be a part of a conversation, not just as an individual, you can do that right now today, and I'm, I really encourage you right now today to take some time out. If you're in isolation, you don't have kids, you really should go and have a conversation with God. God, these are my limitations. These are the boundaries that are killing me. This is the statement upon my life that's absolutely holding me back, that's, that's causing me so much pain, anxiety, heartache. God, these are the limitations. Oh, that you would bless me, that you would enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, that I wouldn't be in pain or cause harm or bring harm to anyone else. I would be different from what I've always been before. Totally get into that. But on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. on Zoom, DM City Hill London because we need to give you the link. We want to give you the password. You're welcome to join us in a conversation where it moves from the individual to the collective, praying into together without the filter, taking the filter off, encountering God in a real, powerful, distinct way, together, not in isolation. So you may think you're in isolation, but I tell you what, when you connect on a prayer meeting, you start connecting with God, being real, all of a sudden, it is not so lonely. You are not alone. There are others with you, and we are praying together, wrestling with God, that we can experience that victory, that breakthrough. I really hope that helps. If you missed most of the talk, it's going to go straight to our story, so you can re-watch and skip through to, to wherever it was you came in. Also, it's going to go on Instagram TV later on today, and um, I just pray that really blesses you. We're going to have one more week of no filter we have one more week of this series and then we're going to launch into something new. Insta Church, it's been great. It's been fantastic. Have an amazing Sunday. Love to every single one of you guys. And we're going to be putting on our profile, we're going to have a, a story section for invites so we can get on inviting our friends for next week, next Sunday. We're going to have a great week. You guys are all awesome. Stay blessed. Peace.